Hello and welcome along to podcast number three from India. My name is Vinny and I am travelling around India and I'm for your pleasure giving reports from various places and uh, telling you about my adventures because this is still a country very much of adventure. Uh, it's not quite like a lot of other countries in this modern day. I was recently in Jaipur and I'm now on a train to, oh God, I've forgotten where I'm going. It begins with J, it'll come to me later. Uh, oh, I've forgotten where I'm actually going. I'm a bit tired. I've been on a sleeper train for 12 hours and I haven't slept that well. Due to the cacophony of farts, burps, throat clearing, phone conversations, shouting, and salespeople shouting, Jake, Jake, all the way through the night. And it's now the morning after. I've slept a bit, but not great. So I can't actually remember where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere near the Pakistan border. Um, on, on this, <laughs> I should mention on this side of it, just in case the CIA are listening. Jai Salma, Jai Salma, that's where I'm going. From Jaipur to Jai Salma. Jaipur, most of the tourists you see are in the centre of town in the Royal Palace, where uh, in the 1700s yet more Mughal-related uh, emperors and various royalty lived. I suppose it's a bit like going to Buckingham Palace if you're in London. Only uh, they're not German. Uh, but yeah, if you go to if you go to the Royal Palace, it's pretty good. It's quite touristy. If you're going to Jaipur, I would say far more interesting, far more spectacular in every level is Jaipur's fort, which is going to take you about half an hour, forty minutes to get to in, a, in an Uber. But it's well worth it when you get there. You can walk all the way around one of the forts. There's actually three. They are absolutely enormous. I'm talking probably all three of them, hundreds of square kilometres. All semi-walled cities of their own. And uh, full of the usual beautiful marble arches, places for dancing ladies, fountains and jewels. These people knew how to live. Or more to the point, they knew how to live and how to ignore everyone outside the walls. Unlike Europe, where it was really different. Nah. Anyway, it's definitely worth a look in. Jaipur Fort. Just a spectacular uh, place to be. And you can do that thing where you go proper touristy and stick some headphones on and do the audio tour. So you don't even have to think. Uh, there is no bar there, though, which means that when you feel like you've deserved a hot beer, you have to leave, and then where all the taxis are and stuff over the road, there's a couple of cafes, and we said, oh, can we get a beer in here? And it's a bit up and down, the whole beer thing in India, or well, in this part of India anyway, I'm not sure about the rest of it, because uh, they said, no, there's no beer to be had. But if you go and see my cousin Abdul around the corner, he could probably sort you out. So you go and see Abdul, and he's got his own cafe type thing. And I'm like, do you sell beer? And he says, yeah, 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 just go out the back into that room there, and I'm going to shut the door on you, and you're the only one in there, and then I'm going to bring you a cold beer. 
so you could sit on your own. You could sit outside looking at the glorious fort if it were legal, but I'm starting to think it's not. If it's not illegal, it's certainly frowned upon. It's really weird because other places you go, you can get a beer. So I'm not quite sure of the rule, but alcohol is not entirely freely available. But don't fear, you can always find it if you've got the nose for it. And by crikey, I'm like a trained beagle. Uh, right, this train is stopping, probably in the middle of nowhere as usual, but uh, just to be on the safe side, I think I'm going to get my map and my business together and who knows, I might even be getting off. Big love, catch you soon, from Jay Selma, where I might well be rocking up now. Right, it's time to get on a camel. Here I am in the desert of Rajasthan, I think it's called the Kuri Desert, and in front of me is a large camel. And um, it's spitting, making noises, chewing, a bit like a grandma with bad dentures. Here goes nothing. I look like a proper tourist. I've got a camera around my neck and this recording equipment. Foot first. Okay, I'll just kick the camel in the arse. God. I am now on a camel. Oh, hello. Um, where do I put my feet? I've got a... Shepherd herdsman with a turban on, cutting my feet into some some slats. Oh, and no, I don't know what he's doing actually. Anyway, I'm on a camel, so that's the important thing. I had to stand on a chair to get on it, and it is kneeling down, and I am a little bit scared. It's very chilled out. Oh, it's a bit wobbly. That is the, that's the herdsman. And he's saying, oh, he said get up in his clicking language. And now the herdsman is. <laughs> oh my God. Sitting on a camel. Funky on your nadgers, if you know what I mean. Oh, but it's better than a horse for, for, for bollock squash. That's my guide behind Peter Man. He's making lots of squelching noises. Not in a naughty way, just in a camel motivation way. I'm in India, in Rajasthan. And I'm finding out it's quite hard. Now, I was going to say there, it's quite hard to concentrate on what I'm saying and hang on to this camel. Um, but the batteries ran out on my recording device, so I never got around to saying it. So now I'm off the camel. Um, but I made it out alive. I don't know if I would necessarily want to cross the Sahara to get tablets of salt for whatever it takes, nine days or something in pure isolation under the beating sun with squash testicles. Which is what you can do if you're a real adventurer. My cousin did that. Shout out to Andrew White. Yeah, he spent nine days crossing the Sahara Desert um, in isolation. I say isolation, he was with his guides, but I think they were, um, they didn't speak any English and he didn't speak any of the local tribal language. Because they don't teach that at school. 
Um, so he got a bit, uh, he got a bit lonely, bless him. And I remember him saying, he came back and he said, uh, after nine days on a camel going through the Sahara, he said, you wouldn't believe how exciting it is to see a tree. I think that was day three, he saw a dead tree. And he said it was fantastic. So, <laughs> rather him than me, I was up there for an hour. And I had a pretty good time, actually. I went to some sand dunes in the desert near Jaisalma and checked it out. Now, if you want to ride a camel, there's more to it than that as well, because you can also uh, get yourself a whole package tour deal, and it's really easy to get. When you arrive in Jaisalma, you'll be offered, as soon as you get to your hotel, would you like to go on a camel and do this whole tour thing? You'll be offered it by the hotel. You'll also be offered it by the taxi driver, the tuk-tuk driver, the barber, the candlestick maker, the shaker, the baker, the Quaker, and uh, everyone else that you meet. So yeah, if you want to get yourself down there, that's one thing you can do. And if you do get the deal, uh, you can get loads of stuff involved in it. So if you do get the deal, you get the camel, not to keep, um, and you get a sort of dance, in, it's very touristy, you get a dance, by um, an Indian band not Bollywood I'm talking more traditional stuff and uh, you watch that dance underneath the stars in a camp in the desert where if you want to you can spend the night I didn't because I fancied a nice hotel but actually I have to say having looked at the camps they look pretty nice they look pretty swanky you also get an evening meal and all that stuff so in order you get the camel um, the evening meal the native dancing and musicians of the local area Rajasthan sort of traditional dance which is amazing by the way because um, well apart from anything else the drumming is the best I've ever seen and the dancing itself is, is kind of cool very conservative country so the ladies have got a lot of clothes clothing on but they do a lot of spinny spinny circle circle business which uh, is always nice to see I think that's the technical name for it if you're a choreographer, you'll relate. Um, so yeah, you, you can get all that stuff and then uh, sit underneath the stars and there's a bar there as well, sort of makeshift bar selling simple beers and rather overpriced wines, but overpriced wines, but cheap beer, sort of like one pound, two pounds a beer, but the wines are outrageous. Um, and you can get all of that, excluding the alcohol, which you have to buy as you go, for about 25 quid which is just unbelievable, isn't it? I'm not sure how much the accommodation is on top. It's probably another 20 quid. I'm not sure, but either way. And you can you can haggle away, so that's very much a guideline. But it's so affordable, and it's a really nice night, so that's it. Now, you might be wondering where I'm going now, because I've got yet more background noise. Well, as I say, if you if, if you go around Jalsaima, if you land in Jalsaima, Jalsaima, and you've never been anywhere in India, then it's worth a, it. Really, is worth a look around the forts and the the various sites. But to be honest with you, if you've already been to Delhi and Agra and Jaipur, you have had enough buildings. So I am fully building out. So I'm on the way now to um, Kerala, in the south of India, which is about a four-hour flight south, which I'm really looking forward to because Jaisalmer was a bit more chill than the cities, and it wasn't full of pollution by any means large beige city because it's all made of sandstone and half of it's in the desert itself so everything's just beige and um, although there are beautiful beige buildings with carvings to look at it, it it is cold at night 
and I'm kind of done with the cold. So, four hours south is proper tropical, and that's where I'm going now. Kerala, to see some palm trees and some boats, and all that stuff. I nearly said babes, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of a trip. <laughs> Sorry, my inner teenager came out. Yeah, man, we're going to see babes and, like, bikinis, dude. It's going to be totally awesome. No, I think it's, it's still be cultural. This is a cultural trip. Uh, but it's going to be a lot hotter and uh, incredibly beautiful, I hear, down in the state of Kerala, just south of Goa, for the newbies like me that don't really know where they're going. So you've been listening to me. A brief one this was. This was episode three of four. The next one will be from Kerala. This was on a train into Jai Salma, a little bit of Jai Salma, sitting on a camel, get, camel getting my nuts squashed, and now on a plane headed south. Um, I hope it's been reasonably informative. This is Vinny Travelling India saying sayonara, sweet cheeks. <laughs>